0: What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Catching Up podcast with me, Charlie Berkeley. I am here today. I have a very special friend joining me on here with the podcast. He is one of my oldest friends I've had forever. Uh, He... Uh, We've basically been friends since diapers, playing t-ball with each other back in the day. Uh, My man, I know him as Chris, but the internet knows him as Duby LaFlair, the cannabis personality behind the Cannabis United Facebook group. I'm going to let him get in all the details on there with that and go forward with that. Uh, This was a good one for me, a lot of nostalgia catching up about uh, each other's parents, uh, youth shenanigans, Uh, there's a crazy story about a trip to Cedar Point, uh, just where everything that could have gone wrong basically did from Jump Street, but it ended up being pretty good in the long run. Uh, Outside of that, I I felt like this was a great podcast. I'm looking forward for everybody else to hear that. Uh, Real quick shout out to our sponsors on here with this, Apollo Productions. Apollo Productions, if you want to produce something, go ahead and give them a call. They do all kinds of stuff. They do audio visual. They do DJs for weddings. They do theater installation stuff like that like they're not going to install a theater but they'll design all and handle all the stuff you would need to go in there audio lighting all that jazz wise great local company run by some local graduates i know them personally they kind of taught me how to use my equipment so i told them i will definitely give you a a shout out on there with that one we're still working on a tagline with them so uh if you got an audio visual problem yo they'll solve it check out the hook while their djs revolve that apollo productions baby uh please don't sue me uh outside of that uh unofficial sponsor tonight was this uh nifty couple of fingers of bourbon that i had i'm gonna have to look what it was but it came in a little can that looked like paint thinner and i received that as a christmas gift and it was delicious it was coffee infused and great so with that i've been mumbling for about two seconds now let's uh shoot you in here to the podcast everybody enjoy thanks and have a have a great time All right. Welcome back to episode two. We're dropping right in here into the podcast real quick. First podcast of the brand new year, 2021. And I could not start it off with anybody else other than my brother, my longtime man. He's an internet personality running the Cannabis United Facebook page on there on Facebook, bringing positivity to the world through cannabis. Uh, he's known as Duby LaFlair. I've known him my whole life as my boy, Chris, but he's on here as Duby Lafleur tonight. So uh, Duby.
1: It's going down, everybody. How are you guys doing, man? Yeah, Cannabis United Smoke Room, uh, Facebook group, the hottest Facebook group in the Midwest. held the hottest Facebook group uh, in the world, man. I swear, bringing nothing but positive energy, love and acceptance uh, to all those in search, man. We love all those weirdos, all the freaks, all the different people. Uh, we're just, uh, we're a place that's safe, man, in uh, an internet that's so negative and um, just so, you um, so quick to jump to negativity, uh, Cannabis United Smoke Room is the one place on the internet where you can come, and uh, nothing but positivity, nothing but good vibes, nothing but great energy, and, you know, we sprinkle in a little cannabis porn every now and then. Oh, a little bit. A oh, little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, a lot. My, uh, You guys are I out remember, there flashing
0: nugs like you're, you're Herman, like you're the chicken joint, Canes Raising Canes or whatever it is?
1: Yes, 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 bro. We, uh, like, literally, man, we're flashing nugs like poker cards. It's, uh, it's fucking great um you our members at cannabis united smoke room are the greatest members in the world they are the most active um the, every single person i'd like to say um posts some sort of content at some point in time um and every single piece of content that they post is gorgeous like whether it be a pick of a nugget or whether it be a pick of some concentrates, or an edible, or maybe it's food porn. I mean, there we have a lot of chefs on our on our page too that See, we I, I have it been, up in the kitchen.
0: I have been blown away by that one restaurant that you've been talking about there in Kazoo. I, I want to go the next time I'm up there. That does they, they do cannabis infusions in with their food there in the restaurant. I just think that is absolutely wild. You were telling me about him. I think it was Pop's Gut, but you roll in there. If you're 21 plus, you can show your card and just like you would get a beer with your meal. Instead, you could get a cannabis infusion on there with whatever you got. You could get like a literal pot roast.
1: Yeah, so it's not a restaurant, actually. What's really neat about Pop's Gut is um, it's a young man that's running it out of his house, man. So what you do is um, at Cannabis United, what he does is he posts a picture of what he's making that day, how much the meal kit costs, you know, how much the meal is, um, and then uh, what you do is you call Popska and you make your order over the phone and he gives you a time to show up. And uh, when you show up at that specified time, he just runs it out to your car. You don't even have to get out. It's contactless delivery. It's absolutely covid friendly. It's amazing. And yes, dude, so, he does that's awesome. COVID that's season. just
0: that's just some dude with a passion and a drive to hustle on there with it.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, and when you yeah, when you show up and you want the cannabis infusion, man, he ID checks and everything. So everything's legit. and Everything's safe. And the food, Charlie, bro, just, I mean, you and I love food, bro. We've loved food all our lives, man. That's something you and I've had in common for years. Um, His food is made with love, bro. And it's made with care. And it's made with uh, just a genuine genuine passion for for culinary.
0: I'm glad that at least some of my food love is rubbed off on you. One of my fondest memories was the first time we were cooking steaks with each other. And I pulled one off at medium rare. And you looked at me and go, that's not done. And I go, bullshit.
1: Yeah, it is. (laughs) Hell
0: yeah! Okay. You've been eating well-done steaks your whole life. I'd never said a bad word about either of your parents up until that point, and I'm like, <laughs> "What in the wide world of sports is going on? They've been depriving you, bud." Hey,
1: yeah, my parents. You know, they—they, uh, they, uh, my parents are very modest people. They uh, are very humble uh, people, and I am a very flashy individual. I like to do the steaks, and so I'm in that sense, I'm like very different from my family members. I am the black sheep. Like I have a bunch of tattoos and I smoke a bunch of cannabis. And, well, I'll chalk uh, it yeah. up
0: to you and I are, we're cut from the same jib and that's why we get along. Cause we're both showmen. We like that over the top yes. on there with it. You go yes. and you've had it like, whether it was back in the day when you were rapping or now just as a, as a general internet personality on there with it, you just dude, you you got to bring an umbrella because you know, you're going to bring the thunder.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's funny that you said that because um, we uh, Canvas United is going up and up. It's making more traction now than I have ever imagined. Um, we hit two thousand followers in under three months, all by word of mouth, That's no not bad. advertising. Yeah, no, no partnerships, no nothing. Just beautiful members, genuine energy, and um, positive content. And, and literally, it's a place where you like no bullies, no. Just no negativity whatsoever. It's amazing, and just that ties into, um, you know, when you get when you can, when you have some place to go, especially during COVID right now, because mm-hmm. everybody's on quarantine.
0: I mean, there's no better time to stay in and smoke to, than now.
1: Yeah, man. When you have so like when you can't go see the homies, when you can't go outside your house, and you can't go and see your friends because you're on quarantine or because you know somebody got COVID and then you just don't want to get exposed. Like we do Zoom rooms. We do what we're doing right now how we're doing this podcast we're doing it on the zoom so like we do these zoom rooms um and we I'm telling you right now we get um 20 25 people in the zoom room I Everybody's know I've popped spoken. into a couple
0: of them every now and again I was not but that's just because I live in a less than forward progressive state and I, I my job also likes to random so I I stay away from it in the meantime but of course of the course, minute course. that I can get a med card which will probably be sometime around 2084 here in the state of Indiana <laughs>
1: love you said 2084 no, I'm, gonna seriously, need, I'm, I'm gonna
0: need it for my hip by that point
1: on a, on a real note with that though um everybody that tunes into this podcast man if you live in Indiana all you got to look up is your state representative and contact your state representatives office and push them to legalize cannabis in the state of Indiana um, I know it's rough right now it is very very rough but I promise you guys it's gonna get better and it's gonna be it's gonna be okay um, and for the meantime uh, for those of you who you know, uh, like Charlie, you don't want to, you know, don't really want to partake right now because your jobs are doing randoms. And, you know, it's just like, ah, it's kind of frowned upon where you live. Uh, come over to cannabis United, man. We'll take care of
0: you. Yeah. My, my other worry with that one is I, I, I would tell my representatives in a heartbeat to at least go with medicinal on there with it. I am pro recreational. I want to treat it a lot like alcohol or gasoline. I want to do what Colorado did, legalize it all the way, and then just tax the fuck out of it. Of
1: course. Um, Because, you know, they tell you
0: to get high on knowledge and that way the students can.
1: Well, see, that's what I see. I'm about to drop some knowledge on you, man. See, um, at Cannabis United, man, we really push uh, support your local cannabis, man. Um, As much as uh, um, as convenient as it is to go to the local dispensary and go grab grab a gram of premium grade. It's equally as easy to go support your local grower Um, here in Michigan, where I live, uh, which is Kalamazoo. Um, I'm really pushing against the dispensaries because here in the state of Michigan, there is a 16% sales tax for recreational buying and then medically buying. There's still a 7% sales tax I added to a medical buy. If I'm a cancer patient and I'm already having to pay umpteen dollars to go to doctor's appointments and be seen by all these specialists, the one thing that I'm going to be able to, or the one thing that I'd like to not have happen is to be taxed for the one medicine that makes me feel good.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm not okay with the taxing of the medicinal on there with it, but the way I see it from the other end is, you know, if you are getting it from a dispensary and you're getting it through the tax program on there with it, yeah, you're paying the tax on there with it, but at the same point, that's turning around and then, you know, covering the free lunch program for all your schools in the area there.
1: Of course, man, and they'd like to to make you think that it's going to the free lunch, but where is it going now? If, if schools aren't in because of COVID right now and lunches aren't being served to students just like that because of COVID, yeah. where is it going now?
0: Well, you see what what back going so I hope it.
1: I could get into this debate because it's just one of those things that really irks my nerve. Because I'll tell you right now, dude, um, I have a lot of personal friends that grow and a lot of personal friends that. Um, that need it medically, like way more than I do. I need it for anxiety and I need it for depression. Oh,
0: I know you but do. Like, I, I, I told you this years ago. I looked at you, I said, bud, you are not going to be able to really do well until you're in a place where you're able to, you know, self-medicate on there with that. And by no means am I uh, demonizing doing it locally and supporting your local one. I, above anybody else will say, I'm all about farm to table on there with that, with the small market, local farmer's markets. Hell, if you could have a, like a, a cannabis farmer's market that you could go to, how great of a Sunday would that be? Just roll in, hit some biscuits and gravy for breakfast, and then just get blazed out of your gourd at the farmers market, finding some new strands to take home.
1: Hey, that's what we be doing in the summertime, bro. <laughs> Come fuck with me. That's what I be doing in the summertime, bro. I'm getting, uh, I'm living a healthier lifestyle. I'm not saying I'm going vegan, but I'm saying I'm watching, what, I'm watching way closer what I'm putting into my body. Okay, that's so you're not
0: sure. saying no to biscuits and gravy. You're just saying yes to once a week.
1: I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. I'm not eating the four biscuits platter. I'm eating one biscuit with a little bit of gravy on it and maybe a side of eggs, bro. Okay. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying, I'm really, really watching it, bro. Back. Like you already know me, bro. Four or five years ago, I'd have been like, bro, fuck that biscuits and gravy. Where the breakfast buffet at? I'm trying to find out where the buffet at. But now, now, bro, I had a health scare, man. And, uh, you know, we, you and I, bro, we grew up together. We're not getting any younger. You feel what I'm saying? No, bro, no, I'm I'm really right have, there with you. Yeah, I'm really having to um, I'm really having to watch what I'm putting in my body, man, because I realize acid reflux is a real fucking thing, bro. That shit sucks.
0: Dude, I remember you got you got something in your stomach the first time I went to a concert with you. I was just thinking about this today and how you, you came down, you crashed in my dorm, and it was you, me, and the Reverend. We went to go see Tech Nine. And I had to get up. I had an exam the next morning, and you could you were just snoring so fucking loud out on man, my futon. Like I kept telling you, like Chris, roll over, Chris, roll over on roll your over. side. So finally, I just lost my shit. I <laughs> hulked out and walked over and flipped the fucking futon over, so you couldn't be anywhere but on your side.
1: Man, man, that um, yeah, bro, shout out to Tech Nine, bro. That shit was crazy. That that was one of the funnest shows. Um, I had ever been to, and that was actually the very first live rap show I had ever attended.
0: Oh shit! Um, for real?
1: Yeah, and that, and truthfully, bro, that opened up my eyes to a whole new, a whole new venue of rap, bro. Like I'm, I am so in love with Tech Nine's music that I got his symbol tattooed in the middle of my chest. Oh, well, I remember. Uh, and in bold, and in bold coloring too. Like it's bold as day. Like you, that's like one of the most vibrant ones on my chest. So I mean, like. I, you definitely um, had a hand in, in the love of tech nine that I have it definitely a bucket list for me now that I'm doing this uh, cannabis personality um, and just uh, trying to become a cannabis icon of positivity and whatnot uh, my bucket list is definitely get a smoke session in on with tech nine and the strange music crew
0: so speaking of smoke sessions with rappers that reminds me of one of the nicknames that you had you had taken down at some point was something that Wiz Khalifa had said. And it was still to this day, you do these intros on your videos where you come in and yeah. it, it's just kind of like the evolution that's gotten you there to Dubi Laflair, like the offshoot nicknames that have gone there. Course. And it cracks me up every time. Course. Like, I, I know that's just the personality on there with it, but I've known you since back in the day. So it makes me chuckle a little bit. Course. Like I'm course. by no means like playing it down or anything. No, of course, but no, the flow yeah, yeah, yeah. you have with it is perfect on there. with yeah, it. Can, can you good, do the run through
1: one time for me? Yeah. So, uh, Cannabis United, man, it's Duke the flare aka Smokey that bear, that bear with no hair. You ain't never gonna forget me, and I don't even care. And when I got my earrings in, I sound like a chandelier. Bars, <laughs> uh, bars, bars, bar. uh, so uh, no, man, there was that, but growing the one, up, though, the the though, one that got up, me up though, man, it was, um, it's so many, yeah, so many different nicknames, bro. Growing up, brother, it was Big Mac, um, there was, um, uh, white whiz. There was, uh, the whiz kid for a while, bro. Like I just, there was so many to deal with pot, bro. Like I have, I've had some, I, so say, many I, I don't
0: know. That's not here. my favorite one. My favorite one came from your mother.
1: Oh, I have no bro. You'd have to, you'd have to, I can't even remember
0: that one. I oh, know, I, know I, I guarantee her. you, yeah. you remember it to, to give everybody else some backstory on there. He and I have been, he, he, he as, as you put it before gang gang, since potty train, but uh, to, <laughs> to, to clear, to clear that up for all my other people, I don't know. We met at approximately age four playing T-ball at the YMCA. Uh, oh, man. Okay. You got up the I bat know, know and ripped one and this. then just ran around the bases, just pounding <laughs> your chest and going, ah, yeah, man. Big, and big, it, big we hit shit, it off from bro. there. But the next year we were playing like local Little League T ball, and you were complaining about how hungry you were, and your mom brought you in a thing of nachos and put it on the bench. You walk back in and you sat on it. And or there was some like some cheese that got spilled by the white yeah. yellow cheese on the ass of your white pants. And you get up yeah. to bat and your mom just yells, Hit a big one, nacho butt. Yeah, man.
1: That's your personal favorite, bro. Oh, man, that's, that's, just, that's some shit that my mom just said off the cuff bro man she funny man my mom I fucking
0: like, I, I love your mom your mom is one of my yeah, favorite shout people
1: shut up my mom <coughs> yeah man nacho butt though that was funny man that was um that was a time in my life man obviously we were young and uh that nacho butt line came from a disney movie called angels in the outfield um there's a there's a, a so the scene of where he where spills that,
0: the nacho cheese all over <laughs> the guy on there yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the scene, bro. That's where my mom got that. And it just so happened to happen to me. I had eaten the nachos the inning before, and we had went out into the field after I had just got done eating them nachos. And when I came back in, I was running in because I had to go bat. And I sat down real quick. And when I sat down, I sat down in the nacho cheese that had spilled over. So it got on my ass cheese. So when I went up to bat, my mom screams out, hey, yo, he get a big hit there, nacho butt. And uh, ever since then, man, oh, it was, it's just stuck, man. That's one thing Charlie's always loved. Dude, it, it was
0: great. It was a story. great one. And don't worry, I got an equally, possibly more embarrassing story of my own that I'm going to tell later oh, on there okay. with that one. Because that, you know exactly what one I'm talking about. Yeah. But fun. no, the nickname I, I brought up that really got me, it was one that you said you got from something from Wiz Khalifa. And you no, there was a little it, while where it it you referred to it yourself. Wasn't,
1: hey, it wasn't from Wiz. It was it wasn't, it wasn't from Wiz. It wasn't. Uh, no, it wasn't from Wiz at all, bro. It was. Uh, it was because I emulated him when I was at Job Corps, bro. That was. Um, I had always. Um, I was listening to a lot of Taylor Gang music at the time. A lot of Wiz Khalifa was bumping. and uh, just around. You know, around me, uh, and uh, that was a nickname that was given to me at Job Corps.
0: Sylvester still stoned.
1: Uh, that was. No, that, that was, was the one, one I was, was talking about. Not no, White that Wiz. was one that that was one I got from Wiz, bro, because that was one he said on one of his videos, bro. I just copped that because I loved it, dog. I dude, it's so it. good. That was <laughs> so, bro. That was one of the ones where I was like, dude, I say that. The only time I say the Sylvester Still Stoned one is when I'm like really, really fucked up on the trees, bro. And that one, like, and honestly, dude. That was one of the funniest ones from Wiz, man. And that that's why I that's why I still say it to this day, is because I, I thought that was one of his better ones.
0: That he dude, that, that's from. hilarious. It
1: was, yeah, it was just right there with it. it with and that. and that it, was, oh my god, it cracked
0: always. me up. But no, dude, we got we got into some shit when we were he kids. Did. Uh I remember the time that you dented the the shit out of the bumper on your mom's minivan
1: oh man kicking the soccer ball no man she
0: left us home alone and like she had taught you how to back the uh the van out of the uh out of the garage and you're like dude my mom let me drive the car and i'm like bullshit and you go no check this out get in i'm gonna back it up and we both get in the car it's a fucking miracle we didn't set off the airbags but you being the prince of you know tact and ease turn the key start the ignition on her fucking chrysler pacifica throw it in reverse and just slam the fucking gas. And it goes, boom. And then I just hear thunk and you run it right into the fucking basketball hoop right there. And we just look at each other like, uh, and you go, I got this. And you put it back and drive eat like big toe from SpongeBob it back into the garage, throw it in park. We get out, act like nothing happened.
1: Uh, hey man. Hey, um, yeah, that happened. That really <laughs> did happen. Yeah. Hey, um, that, I love how you said that slick it" part. Like, I slide the key and slick-footed. That shit was funny. Yeah, no, for real. I was a bad kid, man. That wasn't even the only time that happened either. Uh, there was another time where there was a young lady babysitting, um, and I was probably, I don't know, my mom just told me this story the other day, man. Mm-hmm. I, was probably like, I was probably like 12, 11, 11 12, and uh, the babysitter had gone to put my sister down for like a nap or something or she had gone downstairs to do something with my sister and i swiped my mom's keys and i took her car out in the subdivision and went joyriding oh, for shit. like 10 minutes 15 minutes man oh my and, god can uh came back i mean i was cool i was with me like, whatever but, uh,
0: <laughs> uh, see and that's yeah, the thing man. i can picture 12 year old you with like the <laughs> nellyville cd popping in there yeah no that's and just exactly leaning what it halfway out the know? car like
1: hey. how you know Hey, how you know, bro? I was in there, but hot and bro. That shit was funny, man. Dude, because I
0: remember you. we got detention in Mrs. Hartzell's class because neither of us knew what country grammar was about. And...
1: Uh, yeah, bro, we were singing the lyrics and shit. Down, down, baby. Bro. Yo Street in a rainbow. Baby. Street sweeper, Dr. baby. Eddie cock, cock ready to go. let it go.
0: <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, cocoa, what? Listen to it, pound. Light it up and take a puff. Pass it to me now. And we're, what, fucking nine? <laughs> Singing something, that like, bro. I, it in was, the classroom. And our teacher, she was like, she, I think she might've been like Mennonite or something like that on there with it in her backstory. But all she heard was us talking about smoking weed at nine years old. That no fucking clue what we were talking about.
1: Hey, but low key, is start look. I mean, low key, that story, I'll tell you right there, bro. it was like nine years old, bro. That's where the cannabis thing started. <laughs> Shout out to Nelly, bro. <laughs> on the Mammy. <memory. laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny, bro. I'm telling you, man, Nellyville had me all fucked up in my younger years, bro. Not only that, Jay-Z had me all fucked up. Nellyville, uh, Eminem, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre, NWA, fucking... I I remember getting in the car
0: with your mom, and you had swapped out the CD while she was pumping gas, and you get back in, and Pimp Juice starts playing.
1: (laughs) She want me for my Pimp Pimp Juice? Pimp (laughs) Juice. I'm dead, bro. I can't believe you remember all that. See, guys, I want all the viewers at home to know that that is what drugs does to your brain. Uh, I couldn't remember half of those, Charlie, like legitimately, man, half of the memories you're about to spit out tonight. I'm like, literally, you would be the only person that remembers these things. I, I literally, bro, I'm so sorry to say it like that, man. I've had a really fucked up past. But
0: yeah, that's why you keep me around. I'm your I'm your memory journal dealer. No, on not that. only
1: that, no, dude. You are just the bestest friend I could have. God could have ever given me, bro. Like, dude, you're I, like low key, man. Like you're just my guy, man. I, I'm really.
0: waiting for you to actually like. W- whenever it comes around for you and your your lady to get like legit married, I, I'm on there. I'm minister right there, ready to go. I got my license, and you know. Oh, you I'm want to minister?
1: There. You want to? You want to ordain? You want to be? Uh, you want to? You want to? Uh, you want to do it? You if do you do want me life? to, I'll do it. Oh shit! All right, I, I already know, I know I'm in the, the best wedding. Man, then. But I can do both? Oh, man. No, bro. I can't do that. I can't do that. It's like, it's okay. I don't get... If I, if you want to do the wedding, bro, I'm down for that. Cause if you don't want to do the, if you don't want to be the best man, I got hey,
0: something. Look, to look, D- doing the yeah. wedding. will sit second fiddle. I'm I'm best man, ride or die. All right, bro. with that Okay. One.
1: I'm just making sure. Cause I, bro, I ain't got no brother, bro. And I'm telling you, you the you're the closest thing I've ever had to a brother. So gang
0: gang since potty train,
1: potty train, bro. Legitimately bro, Like for, you know, I mean, I wasn't saying I'll was potty train before. Come on y'all I was potty train way before then. No, but, no, like, it's, it's cool. Like, saying, like we were yo, still learning to hit the
0: water. Like, we, we figured out how to piss. We just hadn't figured out how to aim yet.
1: I'm dead. Yeah, no, for real though, man. Uh, T-ball, the YMCA. I remember that. I used to hit the ball and look down at my feet while I ran. <laughs> <laughs> See, and as we got hey, older,
0: there, there was a bit of a rivalry that went there, but the rivalry wasn't between you and me in baseball. It was between you and my father.
1: Yes, bro. Your dad has got me fucked up. My dad uh, was out there being him.
0: the fucking trash talker Skywalker blowing mad dad, shit dude. over at man, Chris. Girl.
1: He was he was just, bro, man, shout out to George Berkeley, man, for giving me such a hard time as a young man. I feel like he's the reason why I can take so much shit nowadays. It, it cracks me I up because it was, it
0: was like literally that. the best game I have ever seen you pitch in your life. I think you you only let up three hits in the whole game. Yeah, something like that it was crazy. But it was crazy. like you guys, you were up by ten, and then you were just in the fucking zone. And my dad's over there coaching first base, and he's just like talking shit. You time. have one fall in that like hit for a ball. It was like the first pitch. You were just trying to get somebody to chase, and you just hear him over there go, "That was a pretty weak ass curveball." Yeah, like not bro, loud, loud enough shit. that the behind the plate umpire could hear it, but just loud enough that you could. You turn around looking at him like, you want to see me do it again? He, you're like, hey, I can't do that again.
1: And then I did it again. Fucking got his ass. Hey, seriously, though, for real, man, shout out to your dad, dude, because, um, yo, the, the good memories, the, the good memories that stuck around through all the bullshit, man, and the good memories that I do have of sports uh, 75% of which include your father, man. Like dude, I, your dad, I could say the same thing
0: for yeah. your dad on there with that. They really, for as much shit as I blow my, the colonel every now and again for fucking around and saying something stupid, they did get, have this one right where they did the divide and conquer between us. Cause we knew we wouldn't listen to our own dads.
1: Right. Right, man. Honestly, I mean, dude. Um, yeah, man, your dad was always involved, um, growing up with sports and my dad, dude, man, my dad, um, my dad in sports, dude, for the for the Concord community. Dude, I still alone. have my
0: CDBL jerseys.
1: <clears throat> yeah, bro. Let's touch on that real quick, bro. I You're- still to this day feel like him and Mike Scheffler do not get enough credit in the Concord community.
0: I'll give your dad plenty of credit.
1: No, hey, I mean, yeah, no, but Mike Scheffler right along with him, bro.
0: they were on there for like the youth sports movement. On yeah, the original, the
1: original, three for the original three for um, the CDVL was a guy named Matt Queener, yep. um, Mike Scheffler, and John Seddon, my dad, and um, he, they started, they started the CDVL thing because there wasn't really a Concord basketball, there was a Concord basketball camp, yeah, but we but didn't have a feeder program. Long. And they, yeah, they didn't have, it wasn't a feeder program. And then all of a sudden my dad got with these two other guys that loved basketball just as much. And they all had one thing in common. They all had boys that were the exact same age and they all went to different schools. Cause Matt know it.
0: Well, they all had no, daughters Matt, that were the well, same age too. They had multiple yeah, kids that were the, the same sons age. That were the
1: same age and daughters that were the same age. Yes. So they made CDBL and CDGBL. And still to this day, I don't think that my dad and Mike Scheffler at least got the credit that they deserve because even after you and I left CDBL, they kept it going for years, bro. There were umpteen amounts of uh, young boys and young girls that were taught the game of basketball by my father, by Mike Scheffler, by other uh, volunteers in the community that came and helped out on Saturday mornings. And it was just a beautiful thing. It was something that was just so awesome and so genuine and, I just don't, I like still to this day, to this day, I think they got hosed. I mean, they lost, they lost support from the high school. Like they kept just getting, you know, fiddled around with, and it just was, I don't know, man. And, and maybe I don't have that hundred percent correct. And I, but that's what I remember, you know, from like the falling out of CDBL and it went on for 19 years, Chuck. Did you know that? Damn. 19 years.
0: So you're telling me that the kids who were born, the, when you and I started that first year were graduated from high school by the time that they were done doing it. Yes. Holy smokes. That's ridiculous.
1: Also, also they started a scholarship fund.
0: I, I I was going to bring that up. I, cause you see, I, whenever I go to the scholarship yeah. ceremonies on there with that for other things, I, uh, I, I always catch that when I see your mom there, cause she's usually the one who gives it out.
1: Yeah. And they, you know, and, and that's something that, um, Man, dude, I mean, not a lot of people can say, man, my mom and dad started a scholarship. My mom and dad, you know what I'm saying? My mom and dad were part of a scholarship starting, you know what I mean? And my mom and dad were, and my mom and dad are a part of the, you know, and it's something that um, is just a blessing to have the ability to see and be a part of, because I was a part of the very first CVBO. I was a part of the OG crew. Like I'm um, Matt Scheffler, Jared Queener, Matt Shedley, Charlie. I, I Berkeley, remember when they were so
0: broke there. that it like like it was just like, hey, we're gonna see this and hope if it works. Our jerseys only had one side to them. So you yep. were either the white team or the team with all the shit on your jersey.
1: Yep. Yep. And that was um and that was it was something started so raw, so genuine, and then it uh it produced out to something so beautiful and it, it just flourished. Um, and so, that, like I said, so many families got the opportunity to take part in that. Um, and since then, honestly, I want to touch on this because not a lot of people know this, but I want to give him the credit because my dad deserves the fucking world. on a
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: And I want to give it to him. Um, but legitimately, man, my dad actually went out and started a nonprofit organization. Uh, well, not even a nonprofit. He started his own basketball camp. Um, for under, underprivileged youth of Elkhart County, of Elkhart City. Um, he is doing it from the Elkhart Boys and Girls Club. Um, and it's just a, it's a Presbyterian Church basketball league. And it's just, it's, a, um, it's really, it's, it's directed towards the youth. And it's something that he started before COVID and COVID has since obviously um, stopped. Um, but once COVID is, you know, um, been taken care of and, and that stuff starts to calm down, um, I know for a fact that it's something that he wants to start again and he wants to continue doing um, teaching the youth, um, the wonderful game of basketball. And I don't think there's anybody else um, on earth that can do it. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, a, you know, a professional athlete could probably teach it, you know, a little bit differently, but my dad has the same, you know, the knowledge and whatnot. Nobody. but I just feel like my dad is so knowledgeable about things and I feel like the way he teaches, he breaks it down to a, a level where everyone can understand. And um, he really just takes the time to make sure that the youth are taken care of. And I feel like he just deserves a shout out, man. And, and I hope that, um, you know, your podcast reaches Car people and, and they uh, reach other Car people and let them know, like, yo, there's a there's a basketball league for young people. There's a basketball league for the youth. Um, and it's and it's run by a Christian, you know, a Christian person. And uh, it's it's run with great intention. So, yeah.
0: Big ups to John.
1: Big ups to John. Love you, Dad. All right. So
0: moving on from that, you were talking about COVID and everything there with that. What's been on my mind a lot this week because just a lot of people have been talking about it now that the vaccine's rolling out. or or What are you going to do post-COVID? What are you going to do post-COVID? I got to ask you, same thing I've been asking a lot of people. What's the first thing you want to do when the world opens back up?
1: Oh, well, it's a great question um post-covid man i am throwing uh our own festival man cannabis united will throw their own personal festival um right here in southern michigan just about three miles north of the indiana border uh that way our indiana brothers and sisters our illinois brothers and sisters our ohio brothers and sisters um even some of our canadian brothers and sisters can come down Um, and take advantage of the wonderful festival that we'll throw on a weekend. It'll be a weekend-long thing where you can come and camp and have fun and uh, just cook out and eat great food and listen to local music and uh, be able to smoke on some good herb and just be around great people and know that there's no negativity at that festival. Um, But that's the first thing that I want to do. That, But then, I mean, honestly, bro, first thing I'm going to do, though, the first thing I want to do and the first thing I'm going to do are two different
0: things. Okay.
1: The first thing I want to do is throw a festival. The first thing I'm going to do is, bro, I'm going to take my little daughter on a walk,
0: bro. Oh, she is just the most adorable little squish. I am so glad uh, I got to see her on Christmas.
1: Yeah, but I was really glad we got to snap some photos of you holding her and whatnot, bro. I got to send those to you because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it um, bro, they're great photos, first of all, man. I was just really happy that she got to meet her Uncle Charlie.
0: <laughs> so, to to answer my own question on there with that, this I I came to this design today. Like this is the first thing I want to do. Like if it's the first thing I can do, I'm gonna do that as well. Like the, what I really miss is having like a good bar night. But what I want to do is I want to go find whatever bar around me is doing karaoke, and I'm showing up, ordering like four shots of Fireball, and getting on stage and doing Mr. Brightside by the Killers, just That's as nice, loud man. as I fucking can. The minute I can get into it, like a bar in a big crowded area, and do that.
1: Hell yeah, man. I mean, dude, you, that's one thing I can always say for you, bro, is you've always been into the beer scene, man. You know a lot about beer and like, a lot about the, uh, a lot about the stuff like that. But man, I've actually stopped drinking completely, bro. I don't drink right. at all. Um, uh, that's going to be a, drinking gonna be a p- except for at my wedding, bro. At my wedding, I'm going to be sloshed on tequila. I will be so drunk.
0: We do have to make one trip to the beer exchange.
1: Oh, when I already promised you back we back go up. there. I already promised yeah. you. We're going there. That's happening. We're fucking going there, because, bro, I, I, I've heard about it, and I've heard it's cool, and uh, I got some homies that wouldn't mind having um, some beers.
0: I want to fuck beer. around and run up the price on Bud Light. Uh, so, so for like. I don't advocate drinking Bud Light like if it's there I'll drink it but I don't I don't like to pay for it and buy it but I just find it funny for anyone who doesn't know what the beer exchange is it's this awesome bar in Kalamazoo where when you go in there they run the whole thing like a stock market that's based off of who's ordering what and how much of it and what the supply left is and it runs on a supply and demand where the prices fluctuate high and low and sometimes they'll bottom out and you can get like a pitcher for a couple of bucks and other times they're super high and you know you for an eight ounce pour you're gonna pay like fifteen bucks. So you got to watch the stock board as it goes up and down. I don't know, dude, you might have a market in there. Now that it's legal up there, you could create the weed exchange.
1: Yeah, bro. I would love to do that. I would love to do something like that. Unfortunately, um, the state of Michigan has made a law where dispensaries can't outsource to local growers, which is just like kind of ah. the market. And that's really, that's what, that's one thing that I'm really, I uh, really hate right now. Um, but Um, one thing that I would love to see happen is, um, like I said, the Cannabis United Festival, I would love to see that be, um, used as like a hub for the Cannabis Cup or, um, you know, used as like a a way to, for us to throw our own trophy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Truthfully, there's just a lot going on right now with our Facebook group. It's blowing up so fast and so quickly. Um, it's almost hard to keep up with at times. And that's why i got some great moderators in place that take care of me when I'm um, unable to post content or keep up with content and keep up with what's going on Nice. Uh, due to the fact that I am a new father, but like, definitely I, I, I feel like a weed exchange would be really, really cool. And I feel like I should be the one to head it up or at least host it every day. You know what I mean? And at least host what's going on.
0: You, you do have that personality mentality on there with it that you could, you could hop up there and do that. That, that would work on there with it.
1: Well, that's what I want to do, bro. Being a cannabis icon, man, and being a media personality, bro, I I want to host the Cannabis Cup, dude. Like, I want to host the Harvester's Cup over in Ann Arbor, bro. I want to host the Cannabis Cup in East Lansing. I want to host...
0: Wait, wait. Hold on. These are like... These are real things.
1: Yeah, no. These are actual things, bro. Like, you can look it up on the internet. The Hash Bash is done in Ann Arbor. Um, There's the Harvester's Cup in Niles. Um, There's... Yeah, bro, these are actual things. So... So um, I would love to be able, and then everybody knows what the cannabis cup is, brother. Cannabis cup like the fucking Olympics for week. bro. It's fucking
0: yeah, awesome. I, I didn't know that was in Michigan or that. Or yeah, brother, do cannabis
1: cup all over the world. Nice. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. My phone, uh, my phone just alerted me. Michigan State plays Rutgers in basketball. Oh, so I'm, uh, yeah, it's a good night, baby. It's a that, good night. That
0: that is one thing I got to ask you. I, I know that you you bleed green on there with it. Yeah. Because uh, I've always known you as an MSU fan on there, but you going out there and saying Ohio state is going to win the national championship this year.
1: Okay. Okay. First of all, first of all. Okay. Yes. I am saying that I have never once said the words G O. Cause I'm not going to say it. I'm still not going to say it. I've never, I've never said the word G O and then Ohio state. Like I've never <laughs> said the two words in the same sentence. Okay. I was just stating a fact, making a bet. And sticking with my fucking conference, which is what people need to do. They need to stick with their fucking conference. Well, don't be well I guess United Notre fans.
0: Dame can do that now because I think we're in the ACC.
1: Okay, don't get me started, Charlie. I'm <laughs> Notre Dame shit. That was a wasted okay. spot. So Not a playoff spot. That was wh- a wasted spot, bro. Wh-
0: I personally, I wanted, like, they had this whole thing laid out where this would have been the eight teams that made it in if they did it with eight. I would have been, like, three weeks of football. You get more money in CAA. Check this out. Your first-round pairings, as they broke down, would have had Alabama playing Coastal Carolina. It would have had IU playing Notre Dame. Oh. It would have had University of Cincinnati playing Ohio State. Oh. And Clemson playing Texas A&M. Huh. But that UC, Ohio State, and IU, Notre Dame, low-key, I I wouldn't have been pissed if IU came in and waxed Notre Dame's ass on there with that one.
1: Dude, I wouldn't have doubted it, bro. IU had a fucking squad this year, bro. Regardless of the bowl outcome, IU had a squad this year, bro. Not once has IU been looked at in the past, like, eight years, bro, as anywhere close to a powerhouse squad. And this year, bro, they wiped the floor, bro. And also, I just want to touch on that. Uh, They got fucking whacked in the Big Ten, bro. I fucking feel like Indiana Hoosiers got the shaft.
0: They did. It was – they made that – they changed that rule. There's only two schools they would have fucking changed that rule for where you had to play at least seven games. Ohio State rolled in there with six. Like, yeah, okay, Ohio State's got a great squad. Good. Given. Yeah, they're playing for the national championship. But you only played six games, and you know who that fucked over more than anybody else? IU and Northwestern.
1: Yes. Yes. They should have had an IU-Northwestern football game and then the winner of IU Northwestern should have played Ohio State for the Big Ten Championship, knowing that the, knowing that Ohio State had the dominant bro. Ohio State looked like an NFL squad. I'm not going to lie, dude. The way that they run their offense, they are good. They are really good.
0: And here's the thing. I think there's it only expensive. one other school in the Big Ten they'd make that concession for. They wouldn't do it for Wisconsin. They wouldn't do it for Minnesota. The only other school I think they might have done that for are those D-bags in blue in Ann Arbor.
1: Are uh, you talking about Michigan Wolverines, man? Yeah. Uh, yeah, bro. I do not like Michigan, bro. I do not. But when it comes to, uh, comes to Ohio state, bro, I'm, 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 I i i got to stick with my in-state rivals. Um, you know, i i <laughs> I'll say go Michigan before I'll say the other one. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> and honestly, bro, I fucking hate Notre Dame just as equally, bro. I hate Notre Dame as much as I hate Ohio state. See, and honestly, dude, I really was when I saw Notre Dame was in the football playoff. The first thing that came to mind was, "Well, here's their chance to choke again." And sure enough, what happened? They shit the fucking bed. Good job, Brian Kelly. Oh man, I'm don't even, bro. Let's let's change the topic. Okay. Change the topic. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go to this story now
0: because because I, I referenced it earlier, but it was one where okay, my, my first guest said I had to talk about it because it, it's when I do stand up. This one kills. It's usually my closer on there with that one. And it's the story about your graduation present that your parents got you when you graduated high school. And you and I in education, uh, my secondary education and your primary education, we took similar routes. We took the scenic route and it was a hard way through. I mean, you finished high school. That was the key point with it. But high school was not always the easiest place for you. You don't have a mindset that does well with, here's a book, read it and learn from that. You're more of an experienced kind of guy. Facts. And so, at 21, when you you finished up with your program there through Penn, I, I remember, I think I was the only one who came to your graduation besides your parents on there with it. Yes,
1: you were.
0: And they looked at me and they're like, okay, hey, uh, you guys are going to go to Cedar Point. We're going to pay for everything to go there. And we had your dad, what was it, a Mercury SUV that he had that we were going no, in? No,
1: no, that, that was a Chevy Trailblazer.
0: He had a Blazer and, <laughs> ironic with you, a Blazer. So you come and you pick me up at like the ass crack of dawn to go out to Cedar Point on a Saturday and the gas gauge on this fucking car didn't work. And it was right after BP had that oil spill. I remember cause your mom gave us the BP card and I said, I'm going to go do to that gas station, what they did to our planet. So I was rolling with one in the chamber to the gas station with all intents and purposes to just absolutely destroy that bathroom. And, So we get there, you get going, we're hype, you're in the front seat. I got Chitty Bang playing in the stereo because you told me I was rocking DJ, and it was uh, opposite of adults that we had playing, and we're hype. And then all of a sudden, the car starts sputtering. We made it like 200 feet out of the subdivision, and you stop right under the overpass for County Road 17. And you, yeah. I remember you parked in the middle of the road and I just looked at you like, what the fuck? And you're like, no, that, that way they can get around both sides. But in actuality, you just couldn't get around either end. Yeah. And so thankfully, it was early enough in the morning that there was zero traffic. So we call your dad. We're like John, we ran out of gas. And I hear him on the phone go, Christopher, I, I, I told you, we, we you got to. You got to be more responsible than that. You got to be more responsible. Okay, I'm going to go get the gas can. And we left the stereo running and we're bullshit and kind of nodding in and out of sleep. And then the battery dies. And at this point, like I've got that percolating in me and I'm like, oh no, it's coming soon. And so we have to call your dad and like, John, we need jumper cables now too. And he's like, how, how'd you kill the battery? Like we left the radio running, I'm sorry. And now he had to go back to the house to get jumper cables. So while he's on the way there, a cop finally pulls up and is looking at us and you and you and the five Oh don't get along well to start with. So I'm just sitting Not there like this is going to be a short fucking trip. <laughs> and they're like, sir, what's happening? And I just took the lead and explained everything. And I'm like, he's half asleep, ran out of gas, battery died on the way. And we get there. Your dad gets there. He's starting to give you a, a, a much needed lecture about responsibility. And you locked the fucking keys in the car.
1: Oh,
0: man. And I had to shit so bad. So, at this point, we're, we're only a couple hundred yards from my house, and there's I know there's a cornfield in between. And I'm like, I can make it. I can make it. If push comes to shove, I'm going to land in the cornfield. And I start power walking. I'm like, we're taking my car. This one's unreliable. I'll go get it. And I'm just, I, I can only imagine what I looked like I was walking. I had to have looked like just some kind of crazed dude in cargo shorts with camo on him walking with a stick up my ass. And I, about halfway there, I realized I'm not going to make it. And I plopped down, I run out into this cornfield, and I realized that this cornfield, is going to give me zero fucking cover because it's May and the corn is ankle height. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm I can make sorry. it home. I can make it home. I can make it home. And I make it into the very back of the subdivision and I go, no, I can't! And just drop trowel. And just proceed to just obliterate this poor person's backyard. And <laughs> I, I take a walk of shame back to the house. My mom's looking at me like, why the fuck are you back? I thought you left. And I had to be like, Chris's car, gas, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then take my car. And I walk in to check because I'm like, do I have to shower? What's going on? This is going to, we're going to be so late now. And I had a clean pinch first small miracle of the day. (laughs) So like, I just went there, did a couple pass-throughs, cleaned up, made sure everything was good. And we go to Cedar Point. We had a fucking great day. You met that one dude from the Michigan State basketball team.
1: Yeah, fucking, uh, uh, man, uh, Payne, Adrian Payne.
0: Yeah. And then we we were in, in line with these frat boys from Akron who were there with us and they were talking to us about how their uh their frat house had a tattoo gun and one dude got an X and a line tattooed on his ass, and then it was always a fight to see who could try to tattoo their signature on his ass at every party. Because <laughs> you were showing them some of your poke sticks and, like, check this out, I got this, I got this. I think you're showing off your mod piece you had in the middle of your chest. And then they started telling us about how one time one of them tried to cook a chicken patty in the dryer. It was just the most hashed out bullshit story I'd ever heard.
1: Yeah. But then... Those dudes were fucks.
0: But then a couple weeks later, we're chilling there, and I go to pick up the mail one day, and there's a neighborhood watch advisory in the mail about how they found large predatory mammal scat in the subdivision, and they needed to be on the lookout because they thought there might be a small bear or a large cougar in the area and I look at the address on there that was like found in this backyard, and I go and drive by and I look—it's the fucking backyard I shit in. Oh, no. And I was like, "Oh, oh fuck!" God. So it, apparently, they thought I was a large predatory mammal or something like that.
1: That's a <laughs> Charlie bro, Don't get me started, bro. That's uh, so funny. That's so fucking funny,
0: man. All right. So on there with that, what are you, what are you smoking on over there? What are the names? I usually ask my, whoever I'm on here with what they're drinking on, but uh, with you, I, I know you're not drinking. So what you got?
1: So, um, currently, man, um, I've got some homeboys market ball that, uh, grow some great, great cannabis. Um, and they've been hooking me up, uh, ever since we've uh, became friends and, uh, they gave me some blue dream, um, and some candy kush, um, and a little bit of cavers, Uh is what i'm smoking on for the outdoors and the indoors oh man indoors is a wide variety man uh wedding cake gorilla glue number four white widow granddaddy perv chocolate, purple haze white rhino cheese ice sour diesel strawberry cough oh bro (laughs) big buddha cheese critical haze Uh, um big booty
0: cheese is the name of it
1: buddha Big Buddha. Big oh, Buddha,
0: big I was Buddha. like, because big booty cheese does not sound appetizing.
1: No, nah, bro. And then, like, honestly, and then uh, the other day, a, a homie of mine uh, brought through some Northern Lights um, and some Skywalker OG, which is really, it was some really good. But oh the other day, I picked up some Jedi Kush from uh, from a friend of mine. So that was a uh, that was definitely fun. Yeah, smoking on a lot of good flavors, man. Honestly, Michigan. Um, for those of you guys who listen in um, and are, and love cannabis, you guys, Michigan has got it going on. I'm trying to tell you guys, it's a short drive to get to a dispensary in Michigan. Uh, It's a short drive to make a friend in Michigan. It's a short drive to support Michigan stuff. Uh, The tree up here is phenomenal. You don't got to go to California to get good bud anymore. You don't got to order it through the mail. All you got to do is get your ass in your car and drive up North. It's a fantastic time. We have great scenery and there's actually some great people up here. And my my cannabis group on Facebook will prove that. Uh, and by the way, if, if anybody's on uh, Facebook, uh, for anybody that tunes in, uh, come join us, man. Cannabis United smoke room. Come join us. We have a lot of positivity, a lot of great energy, a lot of beautiful people. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic time for real.
0: All right. Well, shit.
1: Yeah, man. It's uh it, it's daddy. Bro, I'm telling you right now, man, I, you know, you, my homie and I'll tell you why. Because it's eight forty-five at night, bro. Normally, I would have been in bed by now for about an hour.
0: Uh, that's why uh, I was just—I was just ready to start pushing it to wrap up because I—I know you're on—you're on daddy mode too.
1: So, hey, and I don't—I don't,
0: I don't want to have the wifey get me
1: get after that, you about though. it too. Let me touch on that real quick for you, though, because I feel like as a new father, man, I feel like I need to—I need to say something uh, on behalf of all new fathers out there. Uh, yo. As a new dad, man, I struggle every day. Every day is a new obstacle. Every day is a new uh, annoyance. Every day is a new nerve that's hit. Every day is a new level that's reached. Um, as a man and as a new father, it is okay to reach out for help. It is okay to admit that you're struggling. It is okay to admit that you need that you just need something. In, in the form of advice or help or anything that helps you push forward or get, get past the obstacle in which you're faced, it's okay to admit that. It is okay to be humble. It is okay to be kind about it. It is okay to just reach out. And I feel like a lot of people are scared to reach out because the media nowadays wants to portray that it's not okay for men to show uh, vulnerability and men to show uh, you know, to show emotion. And I want to say I just want to say that publicly. I really do. I want to say that all, all the guys that I chill with are not afraid to show emotion. So, I mean, it's just I feel like that makes you a real man. If you can show emotion and you can and you can and you can show compassion along with everything else. I feel like that's a real I feel like that's a real human. And I feel like that needs to be said man, for real.
0: No, I'm 100 percent on there with you. Uh, definitely look into your local support services on there with that if there's anything like that and, uh, just don't be afraid to ask for help
1: yeah man reach out y'all for real reach out reach out like they say if y'all really need, before if the y'all fall really need, yeah bro if y'all really need somebody to reach out to man doby la on facebook man contact me my inbox always open man i'm telling you i'm i'm a great ear to i'm a great ear to bend, and uh I, I i sometimes give okay advice if i give advice
0: i feel like it's sound advice but i, I don't give advice often because all right one final question on there with it. Cause you were, you were touching on being a dad on there with it. What was your, what was your, like your, holy shit, I'm going to be a dad moment that you had, like where there was something there and you thought about something in your past and you're just like, fuck that person's a dad now.
1: Um, dude, uh, my first part where I was like, Oh shit, I'm about to be a dad. Um, was when I first felt the baby kick. When I was sitting there So like when I first felt her kick bro, She she kicked me right in my face I was, I was laying on I wasn't laying on it But I was like I had my face on Carly My wife's belly And I was laying there And I literally felt her foot come up And bat me right in the cheekbone <laughs> And like she bat me hard too It wasn't no light kick But she bat me hard in the cheekbone And it bat me so hard that it jolted me And I like looked up at Carly And she was like yeah you felt that huh and I was like, that was nuts. <laughs> I can't believe that. I, I really can't believe that. And like, i like, look, he had an anxiety attack. I ain't
0: no oh, I, had, man, I think I, had, think I, had, I remember I had, you talking me like, after that man. on there with that one.
1: Yeah, bro. Like, yo, like, for real, for real, though, that, that's, I mean, that's me. Like, me being transparent, bro, as a, as a as a new father and as a man, dude, like, I for real have, like, a day, I have a daily anxiety attack, bro, guaranteed. No matter how much weed I smoke, no matter how much cannabis I intake, no matter how much THC is around me, bro. I consistently have at least one anxiety attack a day, bro, because it's just like, I, I'm like, oh, my God, bro, like, wow, this is really intense. You
0: well, got give it saying? some time. It'll, it'll work itself out. You're going to get used to being dad mode on there with that one. Of course. Of course. And then of course. We'll, see, we'll see how that goes. I, I got to find me wife mode before I, I, I get me a kid on there with that one.
1: Hey, Charlie, bro, you are a genuine human, bro. You are a beautiful person. And uh, I'm telling you, bro, the right woman is out there for you, bro. But I'm going to tell you this right now, bro. Don't rush that shit. Oh, no. I'm
0: too Don't picky.
1: Don't rush that shit. And I'm telling you, bro, the reason I'm telling you right now, and, I, and I'll tell everybody this, everybody that doesn't have kids that's thinking about having kids, make sure that the person you having kids with is the person that you would also go to war with. The person that you would go into day-to-day battles with, because I'm telling you right now, bro, I am marrying... And I have had a kid with my best friend. You see what I'm saying? Like my Carly is my queen. She is my pillar, bro. She's my foundation. She's my life, bro. She's my everything. That's my baby. And the fact that she's given me a child now, uh, Elise, is my is my world, bro. That's the apple of my eye, bro. And, and honestly, um, everybody's like, oh, my God, man, she looks just like you. And I have not seen it until today. My, uh, I saw like, a, like just a face she made. And I was like, whoa.
0: The that video you had last night, she gave you that look like,
1: and yeah, I was like, like "Oh, the, that's get the Chris that face. face." Yeah,
0: bro. Okay, let's let's wrap this up real quick on here with this one. I, I know you uh you tired. We're trying to get you to get you to bed, Dad. Get you some much needed sleep on there with that one. Yeah, so uh, one more time for the people listening, give them the uh, give them the Cannabis United quick rundown on there with that for where okay. they can find the information out on there with that.
1: Sweet man. Yo guys, I'm Duby Leflair, a.k.a. Smokey to Bear, a bear with no hair. You ain't ever going to forgive me and I don't even care. You guys, Cannabis United Smoke Room on Facebook is a Facebook group. Uh, all you got to do is ask to join, answer some few simple questions uh, and invite three of your friends when you get in there and I will take care of the rest. Um, there's so much love, so much positivity and it's acceptance for everyone um, and we really practice what we preach there, you guys. We really hope that we see you and uh, we really hope that we uh, get the chance to share in some smiles, make some great memories, and uh, get the chance to share in some cultures because uh, Cannabis United is worldwide. So uh, we get the opportunity worldwide. to share. So, yeah, hey, worldwide, wide, wide, wide. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, come on over, guys. Cannabis United Smoke Room on Facebook, the hottest group in the Midwest. Hell, the hottest group in the nation. Hell, the hottest group in the world.
0: All right. With that, I'm going to fade this out, send it to Black. Uh, Doobie, I'm going to keep you on for a minute after the fact when I cut this recording because I remembered yeah. something. We're going to go from there. Thank you again for everybody listening to Podcast 2. Uh, hopefully, we got fewer audio issues on there with that one. Well, everybody have a great day.
1: Peace.
0: Oh, fuck. That already started. <laughs> Whoops.